it's a bank holiday weekend this weekend, of course. Uh, but next weekend, September, the fourth big weekend for Brooklyn's radio. Uh, we're going to be out and about on a Saturday afternoon down at uh, Churchfield Recreation uh, for the Weybridge Late Summer Fair. And we're going to be joined next Saturday, as we are this Saturday, uh, by the Weybridge Male Voice Choir. We do have uh, Andrew Wilson, who's the chairman of the Weybridge Male Voice Choir. Andrew, thanks for joining us today. A pleasure. And, uh, well, I thought what we'd start with is asking you a little bit about um, the history, the long and rich history of the Weybridge Male Voice Choir. Yeah, we're, we're a Weybridge-based choir, obviously, uh, from the name. Um, but we started our life in Weybridge at the United Reformed Church on Queen's Road in 1921. So this year is actually our centenary year. Wow. So a big year for you. Uh, well, a, a big year... Or we think maybe been. 2022 is the new century. Yes, really. absolutely. <laughs> and um, so how many members currently do you have in the choir? Uh, we average about 50, 55 or so. Uh, and we're fairly proud of ourselves because over the pandemic, we've actually stayed on Zoom. We've, we've been uh, rehearsing every week uh, and we've been averaging sort of 35, 40 people in the Zoom sessions. Uh, we're now back as of two weeks ago to uh, live rehearsals and, and we're starting to get back to our sort of 40, 45 uh, each week. There's a few more wow. uh, coming through. I mean, that must have been such a difficult period as it was for all groups, but for particularly for choirs because you just couldn't get together. So, Well, you, you go from making that uh, sort of communal sound, which everybody loves from a, a male voice choir, to singing in your own house to yourself, basically. Johnny conducting to silence. Uh, and just not hearing uh, that that really fantastic sound. I must be. I mean, and how did you cope getting on with technology? With uh, well, surprisingly, I mean, the the oldest member of the choir is ninety five, and he was on there every wow. week. Uh, and so, you know, you think uh, 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 older gentlemen are kind of going to go, no, don't know anything about this, but everybody took to it, and uh, and then we started to actually uh, sing, record what we were singing individually. Put them together for Facebook videos, and then we could hear ourselves again. That's kind cool. of a strange thing, but it worked really well, and and that went uh, all around the world. You know, wow. suddenly people can use social yes. media in that yes. way. Fab. And you're saying that because that was going to be my next question. Actually, two two thoughts really. How good a singer do you have to be? Do you really have to have a good voice, or could you? Do, do you get trained as you go along? How does that work? And you just talked about the diversity of age. So tell us a bit about both of those, if you would. Uh, real age diversity uh, we would really love some younger members as well so um, part of our being there on Friday uh, Saturday uh, at the fair is is to actually present ourselves to the public again and say we're still here and and come and join us Um, but we've got many different careers uh, within that choir many different uh, uh, people uh, from you know further afield than than purely Weybridge Um, as for singing uh, if you're singing in the shower, then come and join us. <laughs> uh, and and it, we're a no-audition choir. Oh, that was going to be uh, so, my question. You know, there isn't any kind of exam to sweat and worry over. Um, Johnny would probably listen to the voice at some point once you've uh, got used to the whole process uh, and, and place people within the choir. There are four sections, uh, top tenor, second tenor, baritone, bass. And, and that would be the kind of most worrying thing is which section you're in, yeah. really. And uh, Johnny couldn't make it today, so we'll have to get you to talk about Johnny as we go through the interview because he sounds like a a fascinating (laughs) character. Absolutely. And I think I met him, actually. I think you did the Elmbridge Food Festival years back. 
Uh, and I think we interviewed Johnny very briefly uh, yeah. live there, which was, was interesting, I remember. And your rehearsals, you couldn't be closer. You're literally in earshot of us here, aren't you? Yeah, just you know, all you need to do is pull into the main car park in Churchfields uh, and wander into the parish centre at St James's, which is our home base. And that's where we started two weeks ago again to, oh, to sing together. Sound absolutely fantastic. And how long have you been with the choir for? I joined in 2010, so 11 years this, uh, more or less now, actually. I think my first rehearsal was probably end of September. Uh, and I'd actually been to my cousin's funeral, and it turned out he was a real fan of ma- uh, male voice choirs. Right. Uh, and I, I did sing, but I just thought, let's give it a go. Oh, wonderful. Uh, and been with them ever since. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. So, Jonathan, let's talk a little bit about Jonathan. So how long has Jonathan been with you guys? I think he joined us in uh, 2014, uh, something like that. 2014. He is officially the youngest member of the choir. Is he? Uh, (laughs) He's the same age as my oldest daughter, and uh, and that's still a bit weird, but really fab for the choir. Uh, You know, he's a bundle of energy, absolutely roots for the choir at, at any opportunity. Um, and had a bit of a split uh, thing going on today because he's a mad keen cricketer as well, and he had the opportunity to play. He's cricket. turned us down for the cricket. I can't so believe he's that. Down. I'm really we'll, we'll, sorry we'll about that. We'll get him back. <laughs> but um, you know, he is a total live wire and yeah. uh, actually works so hard for the choir, oh. uh, but has great personality as well. Deals with uh, you know all the uh, different members and, and concerts, and um, and has also been instrumental with bringing new music into the choir. Because that was going to be another question I asked you. I mean, how does, does Jonathan get carte blanche right to choose which tracks you do, or is it done by a committee? How does it work? Uh, we do have a committee, but Johnny has the final say, because as he says, if you don't like a piece, you're not going to conduct it well. Um, so I am on, on the music committee. We have a bunch of about six of us from different parts of the choir, so not one single uh, section of the choir getting uh, carte blanche. Um, and uh, so we're always looking for new music, but the, the CD that we were planning and we're halfway through recording for the centenary was also a way of bringing new music in because that, um, would contain music from each decade that we've existed. Oh, okay. So that's that's the plan for the face to face with Oasis and Queen and Coldplay, uh, and, and probably not the things that most people are associating with a male voice choir. But uh, we're getting fantastic responses from our audiences. That's great. That must have taken ages to decide which song to yeah. choose for that decade. That was a busy time. For I the bet music it was. <laughs> uh, and, and interestingly, there are some decades with lots of opportunities, and yeah. other decades where you're scratching like, your oh, head, no. thinking, "Not sure about yeah. this one." So, what, what, give us a couple of the tracks that will be yeah. on the CD. Do you know? What? Uh, tracks on the CD. We've got "Run." By Snow Patrol. That's brilliant. I love uh, that track. Africa by Toto, which everybody yeah. uh, kind of swings along to. Um, Wonderwall, I mentioned When I Need a Friend from uh, Coldplay. Uh, Baba Yetu is actually a Swahili. We sing in, in Swahili. Uh, it's a Swahili Lord's Prayer, which was written for video games. Uh, oh, and, wow. and so, again, a, a more. Uh, That's amazing. Piece. Is that the one that they tick? You click your mouth as your... We click for the you rain. You click the rain, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. And stamp our feet and make oh, kind I of thunderous that. noises. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, we talked a bit about your background and involvement with the choir, but let's uh, talk about what it's like being chairman. What are the responsibilities? I've no idea. I think you better tell me. Uh, <laughs> nobody ever did. Like that. Um, it's sometimes a bit like herding cats, but, uh, but most of the time uh, the guys uh, are, are really 
kind of responsive to what we're trying to do. And each of the um, sections within the choir has a section rep and we have a committee. Uh, so my main responsibility is kind of keeping a committee together, keeping the agendas going, uh, responding to people wanting us to sing for them. And, that, and that's one of our main remits, really, is, is to sing for the community, to raise money for charitable causes. That's what we've always done. Uh, and, and so sometimes it's liaising with those different groups and, uh, and, and so on and, um, and saying things about the choir when we do get together. Good things. And <laughs> what, if, if, if you went online and if we talked to you, Andrew, what sort of guidelines do you give to people if they're looking to hire you? Because you know, there's, you're 50 strong in members probably when you turn out. Um, so there probably are guidelines that you yourselves have to set. Yeah, I think those have given us um, pause for thought, certainly, over the last 18 months. Um, you know, what, we've, what we're trying to find out now is whether we still have audiences who want to come to our events. Uh, are they going to appreciate more of an external uh, open air, like Saturday will be? Uh, or are they happy to be within an enclosed space again? We, we need to look at all of that, uh, not just from the choir's point of view, but from uh, the audience point of view as well. Uh, we've been singing as much uh, sort of socially distanced as, as we can uh, and uh, and then starting to sort of build up through those events to, towards Christmas. Um, when I think, you know, gradually we'll get back to our, our kind of pre-pandemic normality mm. to some extent. Um, but all people need to, to know is that we can... Um, sing for them at a concert wherever we've sung outdoors indoors large spaces small spaces um uh, if they are trying to raise money uh, and it's for a good cause then we'll be happy uh, to be involved we're not always a 50 strong uh, choir sometimes we're 24 to 30 uh, strong uh, and we can kind of customize ourselves to fit in with different venues uh, and and help publicize as well uh, but the part, uh, the partner that we're working with has to really sell the event. Yeah. They're, they're the ones publicising. Uh, we're the ones singing to raise the money. Do you actually choose any charity that you support annually anyway yourselves or not? Or is it? Um, we've done work for Sam Bear. Uh, we are actually a charity ourselves. Yes. Uh, our Christmas concert is actually uh, one of the concerts that we, one of the few concerts where we raise money for ourselves. Uh, you know, we've got to keep going uh, somehow. Mm. Uh, but very often the charities come with our partner organisations. Um, just before the pandemic, we sang at a local hospice uh, as well. So, uh, you know, we will go to a location. It doesn't have to be a concert hall. We will go to a location of choice. Uh, and as long as there is space for us to sing, and, and set up a piano, then we'll we'll do it. Just going back to Jonathan for a moment. Is Jonathan is he the only choir that he manages, or does he manage other choirs as well? Uh, he um, is MD for Walton Voices, uh, which is a mixed choir based in Walton, uh, and uh, he uh, sings. He's a trained singer anyway. He sings. He's been uh, doing a range of concerts at the Riverhouse Barn, uh, and and through that uh, relationship as well. That was our first. Uh, live concert as uh, Weybridge Male Voice Choir this year. Right. It was actually on the 3rd of July at Riverhouse Barn. Uh, and, and so um, I think one of Jonathan, uh, Jonathan's or Johnny's sort of uh, great advantages for any choir that he's with is that he has all of these connections uh, into um, different musicians, uh, different choirs, different um, locations, and, and that works really well uh, for the choir. Mm. 
So you're a large group of fellas. You've probably got some real interesting characters in there. Any, is there anyone you could talk about? Who, who stands out to you with well, the Roy crowd? Timms is our 95-year-old, and he's a She's total amazing. character. And uh, how long has he been with you, Andrew? He, I think, has been in the choir at least uh, 30 or, wow, or, or more so. years. Uh, 40, probably. He's probably tutting at the other end of the yes. radio at the moment, saying, come on, Andrew. Get it um, right. But, but <laughs> gen- generally, we have a members list, and we have uh, when people join. Uh, and so as chairman, I can kind of pick up, but I didn't do that that's bit of homework amazing. today. No, that's okay. Um, that's amazing. But um, uh, I was just talking in the interval then about, uh, we, we just uh, said goodbye at a funeral on, on Thursday to one of our um, uh, members who is a real character in the choir, oh. uh, Richard Matthews. Uh, and, but really lovely that we were asked to sing at the, the funeral and at the wake afterwards to, to sing oh, some lovely. of the songs that he'd been involved with or one of them uh, let it be me uh Everly brothers was as uh, a donation from he and his wife maggie uh, to the choir uh and so it's quite a sort of touching um moment yeah. i'm sure it would be i'm sure it would be and since you've been involved in the choir what about what's the best memories that you've got memorable events that you've attended um well we get out and about not just locally um but one of the first things uh, one of the first things that we did was uh, a concert in Waterford uh, after, after um, the point at which I joined. Uh, and you have this thing called the Afterglow. Uh, so, so when choirs get together, we were invited over by Waterford Male Voice. Uh, and then when you are in the presence of other Male Voice choirs, you have this thing called an Afterglow. So you do your singing in your concert and then you go to the pub uh, and you can be still there at two or three in the morning. Uh, you can imagine some of the stories yeah, from that. Um, and uh, we've taken part in the um, Male Voice Festival in Cornwall. Uh, we did that in 2017, and we're hoping to do that next year uh, That must as well. be amazing and as well. And that's uh, Male Voice from all across the UK and internationally as well. And whereabouts in Cornwall does that take place? They, they have various locations. Oh, okay. So um, last time we went, I sang uh, in uh, the Eden Mm, project yes uh sankalinka which was one of the things that you just brought up on on youtube um but uh you know the choir performed there we performed in truro cathedral uh some of the local churches uh and and so you've got this kind of multi-center uh event with choirs moving around sometimes jointly singing uh really fab Absolutely brilliant. Now, we've chosen a track uh, to play of yours, which you've suggested, uh, and it's a little bit more modern day because it's a track by Queen. Uh, It's called uh, Somebody to Love. Let's have a listen to the Weybridge Male Voice Choir.
we go. And applause at the end of it as well. Uh, that's brilliant. That's the uh, Weybridge Male Voice Choir and their rendition of Queen's Somebody to Love. And we're joined in the studio today uh, by the chairman, Andrew Wilson. He's going to be with us next Saturday, uh, September the 4th. So do come and join us. We're down at uh, the Weybridge Park Churchfield Recreation Ground. Uh, we're there from 12 o'clock until 4 o'clock next Saturday with lots of live acts, uh, including the choir. So looking forward to that one. And uh, now before we lose Andrew at uh, 2 o'clock, let's just talk a little bit more. You talk about COVID and, and the effect to COVID and how difficult it was. Tell us a little bit more about that. Well, I think, uh, you know, you get used to singing together. You become a community yourself as a, as a choir. Uh, so as well as sort of making contacts outside into the wider community, we're a supportive group of guys. Uh, and then suddenly that was sort of rent asunder, as it were. Uh, and uh, Zoom is fantastic as a, as a base for uh, connecting, but it's not the same as, uh, you know, the chat uh, informally in in the room. Uh, we couldn't go to the pub. Uh, we actually set up a, a virtual pub called the Conductor's Baton, uh, and and all sat there with our oh, drink at the end of the evening. That. But you know, it's not the same. It doesn't no. have that kind of um, freedom in, in a way. And I think what many of the guys realised was the importance of that social yeah. contact for ourselves, really. Um, and the importance of music. So, you know, the well-being, uh, the sort of mental uh, refreshment mm-hmm. that that music uh, brings, uh, not just singing for oneself, but singing as a group and sharing that sound. I think that's the most important thing, isn't it? You sort of yeah. like can sing, like you said, in the shower, and it does give you that endorphins a bit. But actually, when you get together and you hear that voice, the voices yeah. together as one. I think it's that's so one amazing. of the really fab things over the yeah. last couple of weeks. We've been singing outside. That's been that's been great, yeah. Uh, and from an audience point of view, it's fine. But it uh, it's not the same as actually no. being together in a, yeah. a, a space yeah. and and singing and hearing ourselves really. Hmm. Um, and I think uh, we actually recruited a new member over that time. Oh, brilliant! Uh, a guy from my I'm from St Helens in uh, Lancashire, and and there was a guy who contacted us and said, "Do you mind if I join your um, rehearsals uh-huh. online?" So he, uh, I think we must have been the only choir in the country to actually increase <laughs> our numbers. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. But it was a really fab thing. And then he's gone off and done his own thing up north. Yeah, that's so strange. remind people again, if they're going to, or if they would like to join the choir or come along, what do they do? Uh, well, we are at the St. James Parish Centre 8 till 10 every Tuesday now going forward. The only time we stop rehearsing is uh, over the Christmas break. Uh, and so literally you could walk in and say hi. Um, we have a series of open uh, events uh, coming forward, uh, which will be in September, October. We haven't set the date for that yet. Um, but we will publicise that on our website. Um, and uh, things like the Weybridge Fair on Saturday is actually an opportunity to meet people. So many people are at our concerts and then say, I really like the sound of this, mm. and then say, can I come and see you? And, and they join in after that. So each concert is, in a way, a recruitment thing. Yeah. And no one and no one needs to worry, you said. They can, Nobody don't needs need to, to think, worry, ah! you know. Nobody's going to set you off in a separate room and, and listen and pick holes yeah. in. Uh, we're just really grateful for people who want to come and join us. Uh, you, really. you don't spin chairs in or have buzzers or anything like that. Yes. Oh, people. yes. That would be like, that would be fabby. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That old hook oh, that yeah. takes people off stage. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Johnny's listening. He might introduce that. Yeah, there, he, he might be. Oh, the, uh, you're, yeah, out. Uh, you're out. You're out. You're <laughs> out. 
Uh, so uh, before we lose you at two, have you uh, worked out your set? I know we, we, you can do two sets next week, can't you? Uh, one yeah, at one thirty and one at three o'clock. Yeah, we've got a kind of half-hour set of some of the uh, old favourites. Uh, things like American Trilogy will be in there, Goodnight Sweetheart uh, is in there, uh, and so people can kind of sing along and click their fingers, which we encourage them to do. Uh, and, and we'll vary the two sets a little as well so that there's you know, different stuff going on. Um, and people can just informally relax and tune in. Fantastic. That sounds good. Is there a um, website address that people go to? Uh, there you... is a website address, which is waybridgemvc.org.uk. Excellent. Andrew, thank you so much for coming in today. I'm really looking forward to next weekend and uh, hearing it all yeah, live. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll be, be singing along. We will we'll see be. You then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're looking forward to meeting Jonathan again. So, uh, And uh, hope he enjoys the cricket yeah. today and does yeah, well. Uh, but thanks for coming into Brooklyn. We will see you September the 4th in the park. Do come and join us if you can. Uh, and again, thanks to Andrew and to Martin. Martin's been taking pictures Martin's in the background here. The He's doing some good stuff. Uh, but it's great to have uh, you guys along. I'm really looking forward to it. Other live acts uh, performing next weekend as well. A lady called Anna Foy. Anna is uh, amazing. Can sing anything from uh, jazz to musical uh, we've got luke richards uh, singing with his band and we've got rosie trentham rosie also plays at the riverhouse barn quite regularly uh, she's coming on with keyboards uh, and uh, is doing a set as well so if you can join us uh, put the date in the diary now for september the 4th 12 until four o'clock uh, brooklyn's radio will be there for the whole event uh, plenty of local stores as well. We've got Brooklyn's Museum coming along. Yeah. Uh, local schools as well. So do come and join us. Have a picnic. It's got to be yeah, a great be time nice for a picnic, picnic, hasn't it? Picnic in the park. Uh, so again, thanks to uh, Andrew Wilson for coming in. He's the chairman of the Weybridge Male Voice Choir. Mm-hmm.